0: We welcome all of you who join us by way of the electronic media here at St. Anne's on this beautiful Sunday morning, the 25th Sunday in the church's liturgical calendar, and to all of our parishioners and friends who join us in the pews. Life is unfair. Very unfair, it seems. And that's why I don't like this parable at all. It's not fair. These workers that started their day at five o'clock in the afternoon and now they're getting the same pay as those who've been around since early morning. How would you feel about that? I've been working hard all day long and I'm getting the same amount as these guys that just worked an hour. Not fair. Not fair at all. Life is not fair for a lot of people. At least that's the way they look at it. It's not fair. Whatever the circumstance, why some people get rewarded and I don't, why they get noticed and I don't, they get approved, I don't, They get promoted, I don't. They have more, I have less. Not fair, not fair, not fair. It just doesn't seem right. You and I live in a world where you get the reward that's justly, fairly due to you for your work, your effort and somebody else that doesn't seem to be doing as much should get less. That's just the scales, the balance of life, right? See, what our Lord is saying, friends, is that he doesn't want us always to think about reward and punishment, his justice, his fairness, in the same way as the world. His way is very different. We read from Isaiah in the first reading today that his thoughts are far above our thoughts. His ways are are not always our ways. And so when you don't get what you want out of life because you think it's unfair, you've been praying to the Lord all these years to grant you what you want and you don't get what you want. You say, the Lord is unfair to me. Like life, it's unfair to me. And when we have that kind of attitude, what happens is that we tend to then walk away from God. We say, look, it's not fair. And so I have to walk away and find what I want elsewhere. People leave God, they leave the church. They don't like the fact they don't get what they want. Well, our Lord is saying, I may not give you what you want in life, but I will give you what you need in life. Years ago, I put together a little Manual of Prayers, a compilation of prayers for the North American College in Rome. And if you write me, I'll give you a copy of this for a fair exchange. And I say that because we produced over these last 20 years about 80,000, 90,000 copies, and I never took a royalty off this book. How unfair. I should have taken royalties. I could have retired 20 years ago. Yeah, I didn't get what I wanted. But I'm wondering if I got what I needed from our Lord. This little prayer, I think, says it best. I asked for strength that I might achieve. I was made weak, that I might learn humbly to obey. I asked for health, that I might do greater things. Instead, I was given infirmity, that I might do better things. I asked for riches, that I might be happy. I was given poverty that I might be wise. I asked for power that I might have the praise of men. Instead, I was given weakness that I might feel the need of God. I asked for all things that I might enjoy life. I was given life that I might enjoy all things. I got absolutely nothing that I had asked for, but everything that I had hoped for. Almost despite myself, my unspoken prayers were answered. I didn't get what I wanted. I got what I needed. And that's the distinction we're making today. And that comes out in this parable between wants and needs. And you who are parents, you know your children or teachers or even employers. And they come to you and they say, I want more. I want this. I want that. Not fair. Not fair. If a parent were always to give in to every want that a child had. Not a good scene. That doesn't mean the parent doesn't love the child. Parents adore their children. They want the best for their children. They know. Not to give them always what they want, but to give them what they need. And that takes time for children to grow up and to trust that and to understand with wisdom Oh, yeah, I get it now. Well, that's like that by analogy in our relationship with God, the Father. Mary, the mother. The saints, our friends, they don't always give us what we want. I've been praying to St. Anthony so many times to find my lost Social Security card. It's taken 35 years. He finally found it for me. He lives on a kind of Domani attitude, an Italian, St. Anthony of Padua. I'll get to you when you need it. And sure enough, it came through. But think about that, friends. What are your needs and what are your wants? Make that distinction. And then when you bring that to prayer, trust the Lord. Because my guess is over the course of your lifetime, As you look back and chart your spiritual journey, you didn't always get what you wanted. But you look back now and you say, okay, now I see how God was doing it. Now I see the blessings that came out of what I didn't even want. But I got what I needed I think all of us can say that so many times over and over and over again. And we say, thank God I didn't get what I wanted. That would have really been bad, right? Our Lord spared us that relationship, that person, that place, that thing. That would have really messed up our lives if we got what we wanted all the time, right? Not because he's a mean God, He's a most generous God. Because as I've said, you know, from this pulpit many times, if I were God, I'd have absolutely no patience for you. Knowing that Adam and Eve would mess up my creation, if God were to come back today and look at the world, and he is, I'm sure, what would he think of me, of you? I know that sounds harsh, but... Again, if you want to employ God's justice in terms of what the world calls fairness, God would be very fair right now to just delete the whole thing. Think about it. What we did to him on a cross. You call that fair? He didn't say that. He didn't say, not fair, not fair, not fair. Oh, it wasn't easy. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? But then he goes deeper. Not what he wants, but what he needs is the will of his father to do what the father wants him to do, what the father needs him to do. And he says, thy will be done. Mary said the same thing. The saints say the same thing. And every time we say that, thy will be done, not mine. Lord, what do you need me to do? Show me the way. And he will. It may not always feel good. But then as you go through that journey, even a dark night of the soul, all the saints will tell you, looking back, "Uh uh-huh. In a world where God writes so often straight with crooked lines, that was His message, His truth, His purpose for me. So, God is generous. And what we need today, what we need right now, is exactly what we're doing every Sunday we come together. He gives us His body and blood. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to become man and die on a cross. He didn't have to do all of that. He doesn't have to give you anything. We're the ones that have to give him. He didn't have to give us anything. He owes us nothing. But that's the point of the parable. Are you envious because I'm jealous, uh, because I'm generous? He's most generous. His body and blood. And when you receive a gift like that, no more complaints. No more unfair, unfair. This is most generous. And all you can say is thank you.